Hey everybody, you're listening to the Ron Effect Podcast with me, Ronnie Chang. This is episode for tour 7th of June, 2014. This is the Ron Effect Podcast, the podcast that nobody is listening to. So why are you? Thank you for listening. I have with me a special guest, Mr. Greg Brand. Hey buddy. Hey man. How thanks are you? <laughs> thanks. Thanks, for, thanks for coming What do you on. call this podcast? Uh, the Ron Effect Podcast. Ron Effect? Yeah, the Ron Effect. Yeah, Effect, like E-F. Oh, the Ron Effect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having a bit of a stuffed nose, and also I've got a weird accents. So no one understands what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's charming. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, super charming. Weighing uh, Newcastle, New South Wales, which is a big town by country Australian standards and a small town by any other standard. Yeah. Half a million people. I remember I was in Hong Kong once, and there, and on the news, there was this news story about the nearest town in China to Hong Kong, not Guangzhou, some other town. You know, I'm, I'm re- really ignorant right now. I can't remember the name of the town, but. It was just had a casual, you know, fifty million people in this city. <laughs> a casual, yeah, like a light fifty like, mil. It's just a light fifty mil, bro. Light fifty million, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's like it, I remember. I remember it so distinctly because I remember that 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 town had like either the equal population or half the population of Australia, and it was a town that didn't even register. It wasn't even the big towns, you know. It wasn't the sorry when I say town, I mean city. Australia has the population of London. City, yeah, London City, right? Yeah, the nation London, of Australia, yeah, 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 has yeah, the population. yeah. And then to put that in perspective, yeah. um, England has the population of California. Oh, there you go. So big, big um, yeah. There's more people in my city <laughs> than in this country. Yeah, and yet this country's way cooler. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> way way cooler. That's than where I live. How much of that do you think is this grass is always greener? You know, um, I probably shouldn't. Dream I don't know. You'll one. spend some time in LA and go. Yeah, Greg wasn't wrong. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. It's uh, no, you know what it is. Of course, this grass is greener. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm making new friends. Nobody knows me here. Mm. It seems everything's new. You undersell how many how many people know you. You undersell that a lot. You know, people know you. Well, my point is, you got profile. You know. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't think about it much. Mm. I, I had a, today. I went to buy a wallet, mm. and uh, and the girl goes, "You are." Yeah. Right, and then yeah. I go. She goes, are you famous? And I go, if you have to ask. And she goes, we should take a picture. And I go, <laughs> we shouldn't take a picture because you don't know who I am. And it's just, this is that weird part where it's like, and she goes, no, but I don't know anybody. And I go, again, you're making your point. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, like, but and it's, I, it's, but then she's going to put me on the wall next to the fucking members of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> like, at, like the level at which I was not. And then like, I can't remember somebody else, but like big, big fucking people. No, but you know what? That's, I get the, I get why that would be. You know, discouraging like, oh, you don't, you, 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 don't really know who I am. You just think I'm famous, but that's a t- like, you've got to reach all the way to a small town in New South Wales. No, 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 no totally. It, it's more, um, it's more. I get embarrassed having to explain who I am. Right, right. <laughs> it's not that. It's not that I'm. It's not right. that I don't like it. I'm flattered. Right. right. You know, um, but then when you have to explain <laughs> it, and then and then they go. No, that's no, that's yeah, not yeah. it. And you're like, I don't, <laughs> fuck. Like, and yeah. I've told you my, like, I, when I said, yeah. uh, I said, uh, oh, I, I wrote yeah. the book. Uh, he's just yeah. not that into you. Nope, no, nothing. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then I go, I was on a couple of the galas here, maybe. And she goes, No, you bought shoes here once, right? And I'm like, No, I don't live here. You uh, bought dude. shoes here once, dude. I got, got like, I'm, well, yeah, I'm working on this bit where someone. I'm kind of at that point where I'm I'm what you're describing. You're actually you've got you're famous, you've got a big profile, you've accomplished major things. I haven't yet and I'm at that point where people kinda of recognize me. Sure. And I've got nothing to fall back on to be like, Oh, I'm 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 you sh- you might know me because of this. But I'm writing this bit right now about how people try to convince me that I'm not famous after I don't talk about it and they just go, Oh, what do you do? 
And I go, oh, I'm, I just, you know, I do comedy sometimes. And then they'll be like, oh, I never heard of you. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you wouldn't have heard of me. Yeah. Can, ne- neither hey, am I saying that you should have heard yeah, of me. Yeah, but do me a favor. Name five comics. Right five. Now? No, 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 not you. Them. Oh, them? Oh, Name yeah, yeah. five comedians yeah. that you know. And yeah. it'll be like... <laughs> It'll be like two. Seinfeld. It'll be like one, like maybe they'll say like Louis C.K. and go okay, and then it's right, and then it's like the next one's Pryor, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, yeah. right? Like it's no, right, right, right. It's nobody right. even. Actually, I would argue Louis C.K. Even he's he, in Australia. He's a you know, he's an alternative name. Like mainstream Australia does not know Louis. C.K. He doesn't. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. mainstream. And well, he's not. His act is not mainstream, certainly. Right. But, he, he's but very, his profile is mainstream. His profile is very. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a very big cat. His but profile in the, in Australia, comedy nerds, obviously, you know, know, know him. But I think they know him over at Chortle. <laughs> right there, you go. Chortle. They're probably done with him already. <laughs> they probably were done with him a while ago. <laughs> uh, but I oh, just thought. I mean, I I love Louis C.K. I'm just saying, um, in terms of profile, uh, we went to watch. Uh, a movie in Newcastle. Greg, yeah. I was very kind to let me join him. Uh, we both agreed to go watch this movie, uh, at The Edge of Tomorrow, with Tom Cruise. Uh, I, w- I w- want to talk first about the cinema we went to watch it in. I'm not one of those hipster guys who just loves every building I walk into. I'm not like a cinema nut. Yeah. But I was particularly enchanted by this cinema. I couldn't stop talking about it. This this little event cinema in Newcastle, straight out of the 80s, but well maintained. But here's what makes me laugh so hard. So like. I was like, this place is kind of a dump. And you're like, this is amazing. And I'm like, <laughs> I could tell I'm, you what I'm I, li- I live through. Like, I get. Oh, okay. Like, if I go into a place and it's perfectly preserved from the 50s right. or the 40s. Right. right. <laughs> or early 60s. Like, de- you know what I mean? I lose my fucking mind. Right. I'm the same with you. I'm like, I got to take pictures of this. Right, right. I just walked into my high school bedroom yesterday. <laughs> like there was browns yeah, and yeah, like yeah. the there was the furniture was made of metal and I was like <laughs> but I didn't want to take that away from me because that is that is the I can remember saying to my mom, yeah. "Oh my god, that sweater is so cool." And she goes, "That is the when we were kids, that was right. the ugliest fucking right, color right, you could right, wear." Right. But you don't have the perspective of it and right. it also reminds you of right. you're born 80 85. 85. Yeah. So you have some you have a little bit of a foot in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. You know, you have some early memories from that. So yeah. you you you're, you are taking some of that stuff. And certainly your parents sure. had sure. things around your home sure. that reminded you of that. Yeah, for sure. But it was just, it was funny when you were watching, you like, <laughs> I wouldn't take a fucking picture of the... Yeah, you, you, I know you want on board. You want, you you definitely were positive about it, as you always are. But you de- want on board with me with the with the decor. And I was, I was like, trying to see it. I was really trying to see it. I was, you not see try- it at all. Okay. I, I just couldn't, I didn't, okay. not, not in the way that I get excited about things. Okay. I mean, you're sitting in my... In my hotel room, but like, and you can see all my shit. That's like yeah. everything I have is sort of fifties related and fifties oh. colors and all that kind of shit. And and so it, you know, those are the things I sort of look for. But then it was cool for me to have perspective and go, exactly. That's that was a long time ago for you. Yeah. So I yours fifties uh, is my hundred percent. Yes, and yeah. quite honestly, they were very similar times. Mm. And in the in the eighties, and a little bit in the in the late seventies, there was a there was a real effort to or not an effort but there were a lot of films about the 50s in there the were, 80s yes okay and there was a tv series there was happy days and there was okay which was in, in the 70s and 80s and mm-hmm. there was there were a lot of um um there were a lot of there were a lot of parallels between those two centuries between those okay. two centuries decades decades right yeah. okay not centuries yeah decades. decades i don't look here's the thing i don't know numbers <laughs> and i don't know i don't know words necessarily What's decades yeah so I was I was there I was taking photos of this stuff I posted on on Instagram I got like twenty three likes so proving that 
there was something there. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just being fallacious there. No one, no one cares about the photos I took. But, but uh, I, I really saw. But I mean, someone pointed out what was cool about cinema was it was vintage, almost not on purpose, but well maintained. It was very well maintained. There was no. It wasn't crappy. No, not it at all. Shitty at all. It wasn't. Like, I didn't feel like I was going to get lice by sitting on the seats. No, no, no. There yeah. wasn't. It wasn't run down in any way. It wasn't run down. But it, it was wasn't. But it hadn't been updated at all. But, but it hadn't, and it had been taken but care immaculate. of. But immaculate, immaculately. Yeah. yeah. It was a nice theater. Like the the seats were uh, velvet and metal, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Were they leather or were they uh, velvet? I feel like it was dark. I can't remember. I feel like it was leather. Though. Maybe they were. Um, and I w- that was the dress I was wearing was velvet. <laughs> I forget. So right, watch this movie. Um, spoiler alert, everyone. At this point, uh, we're just gonna discuss it freely. So you know, turn it off if you don't want to be spoiled. Um, Tom Cruise in Edge of Tomorrow. I liked it. I yeah. liked it again. Like the he, you know you can't help but walk into something with your history, right? And so I was in high school when um, there's an old man hour, but risky business. Okay. So I've liked and known him before. Before he was a Scientologist, and after all of his marriages <laughs> yeah. and that kind of stuff, so yeah. I've always liked him. Right. So I've had a, I have a hard time not enjoying him in almost anything, just almost out of nostalgia more than sure. what's really happening sure. in the film. He's a really well-maintained guy for someone who's been. Fuck yeah. What is he like in fifties? He's got to be. He's my age, so he's got to be fifty-one, fifty-two. Yeah. yeah. I remember mm-hmm. when he did Mission Impossible One. He was late thirties. Yeah. That when he did Mission Impossible 1, and I was like, wow, how's he going to keep this up for the next 10 years? And he did it. Yeah, he's done it. He's he did done it. a good job. And what's really interesting, another interesting point is since I'm, I'm so happy that you agreed to talk about this. So coincidentally, I heard that we were discussing this in the car a little bit. You are my closest, you are like a, you, you've been on camera with Tom Cruise before. I, I shot a I shot a scene with him in uh, Jerry Maguire. I was right. in Jerry Maguire. Right. For, um, and an I love evening. how that's not what you lead with. When you talk about your Tom, why you like Tom Cruise? Well, not that you know. I forget about it all the time. Man, you forget <laughs> I mean, you've been in because I got cut out of it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't even. I, you know, it's so funny. I genuinely like. I if we hadn't talked about it, doesn't it today, register. I even yeah. Thought about it. it doesn't only register. because it was. Um, I mean, it was cool. It was a great. It was like yeah. winning a contest. Like, um, you know, win a, you be in a movie with Tom Cruise for an <laughs> yeah. evening. Like, yeah. I went out there. I met him. I had a couple of lines. I got to play this crazy football fan in Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just didn't make sense, apparently, for the scene. And they cut it out. It, yeah. That's a nice way of saying maybe my acting wasn't any good. But they they included it in the, if you get the 10th anniversary <laughs> deleted <laughs> scenes, I'm in there. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun. And he, w- he shook my hand 32 times. Like, yeah. every time we'd go to do something, yeah. he would shake my hand. He was super friendly, super yeah. energetic. Yeah. You know, people kept asking me all these, like, is he tiny? Is he this? I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't, right. I don't know. He's fucking Tom Cruise. Right. Like, you're there. It's like, it's like, it's like when, it's like actually visiting the sun. You're like, right. fuck, I don't, I didn't look. It was too much to look at. <laughs> it was too much to look at. It was, I was a blur. I wasn't there putting it down. I didn't want to fucking, di- I didn't want to dismantle him right, while right. I was there. Right, right. Um, That's cool, though. That's cool that you were with him. And, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm. I heard all this. It's nice to hear from a first-hand source, I guess, that he's a nice guy. I always hear stories that he's a super nice guy. So he, I have a friend. I have another friend who's a fairly, fairly famous actor, yeah. and, and he he was making a movie for his wife for her birthday. Yeah. And uh, he asked Tom to be in it, oh. and Tom was into oh, it and came and like did it, and yeah. like was a gamer. Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, this guy got a lot of different people to do it, but right. just the fact that like, and Cruz was like, came in, asked about the character, like right. it was just this. <laughs> it was sort of a. I think it was sort of a parody of 24. Oh. And he got, and he got, he got, uh, Sutherland to do it too. I mean, Man, he, yeah. Is, is this available online or is this like no, no, a no, private? No, 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 This is private. This is, he made this for his wife. Wow. And their friends. That's and super cool. And he put cool. all of his friends in there and they did it in secret. So he shot a film. Yeah. 
with real actors right. for his wife's birthday. That's crazy. Yeah, he's a good guy. But anyway, it, but the thing it was always nice was like, yeah, Tom was like the easiest guy to get. The uh, easiest of sure. all of the people I asked. Some yeah. super famous, some not so famous. Yeah. Tom was like, down. how can I help? What can I do? Yeah. Cool. So, I, you know, you can only go by what you what you know of somebody exactly. as opposed to what you hear. Exactly. And I just exactly. don't care. I don't care if he's, yeah. I don't care if he sucks elephant cock. <laughs> right. And he's right. and 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 I don't care. You know what I mean? As long as, totally. he's, not, as, long as he's not hurting anybody. I don't totally. care. Totally. Totally. Uh, that's yeah. So anyway, we watched this movie. Uh, I don't know what you you liked it. Uh, how how do we start? We start at the beginning of it. Um, we both had the same thought. As soon as the movie ended, you turned to me and you said that thing. I was like, yeah, right on. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a it's a science fiction Groundhog Day. It's science fiction Groundhog Day. There and um, uh, very 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 similar premise, um, which they let you know in the trailer. So we're not giving anything away. Yeah. Um, and you start a guy off at one point in his life, and you bring him. You know what I mean? He, right. He's one guy at the beginning and another guy at the end. Right. So basically, uh, yeah, basically, you get you kind of get from the second it starts what's going to happen. Yeah. He's a dick. Yeah. He's the, a pussy. He's a dick character. Yeah, but he's good at it. He's yeah. a you know he doesn't belong where he is, mm. and oh, you don't have to worry. Just t- you can talk about story elements. You know. That's, yeah. That's no, I mean like he you know he is he's in the military, but he's yeah. got a sort of a. He's in the advertising end of the military. He's a spokesman for the military. Yeah, he tries to sell the during war. Yeah, during yeah. a alien invasion. Right, right, right. He's trying to sell the war back. He's been asked to sell the war back to the people, so they ask him to go and embed himself right. with the troops. Which that, are was, that, do. that was kind of weird to me because if you're under attack by an alien race. Selling it is like the least of your concerns. Everyone should be on board with this. Who's who's opposing well, this? Well, because because I think like the, because I feel like the parallel is like the wars that we're in now. The futility. Yeah. People are just going over there and dying. Oh, so you're talking? So they're speaking. saying they're saying. Oh, are we gonna send more fucking people over right. there to lose? Right, right, right. Right. They're not on our continent. I mean, right. it was very, very much about like. Yeah, it was Europe. I, it I was, thought that yeah. was weird. That it was like it's, it's happening in Europe. Over there. It's not happening in America. We're yeah. sending this guy over there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I felt like it, it it was sort of selling you that idea of the futility of it and trying to say, look, we can't get more troops and I can't get more funding and we can't go after these guys if you don't go over there and sell it. Why he had to go to the to essentially what was Normandy. Yeah. Right. It was Normandy. It was German edge of Germany. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were you could. It was one of those things. It was a house of cards. You could easily dismantle the movie. Sure. sure. But the energy and the idea, because you knew at the beginning, like, OK, this guy's going on a journey, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to watch him go on this journey, sure. and he's going to learn shit, and the fact that he gets to do stuff over and over again, there were some real similarities to Groundhog Day, but I, yep. just that as a premise is neat. Sure. And he, so he goes, he goes into this thing unwillingly. He gets sent there by the general. Um, how that happens is actually, it's kind of a, coo- a, a, a weird scene where, not weird, sorry, a cool scene. I think I, I like that scene where he's trying to talk his way out of it, mm-hmm. because he, it's one of those things where you forget this is a military structure. So when someone gives her an order, as informal as we are, it's a classic few good men. Yes. It's a classic few good men moment where hey, and he was yeah. in it. Oh, man. It's, I just it, it's, it's so funny. It's, it's not unlike that, too, yeah. where, he, where in the few good men, he was just this kind of hack lawyer. Even though he was in the military, he was very much not in the military. He was yes. like, I'm just here because yeah. this is yeah. a job. I don't yeah. yeah. Somebody got together and put a bunch of movies together and said, Tom Cruise <laughs> should be in this one, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, Although I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have mind seeing that movie with Bill Murray. Oh, <laughs> that movie! How is this happening to me again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the same dude, man. He gets his powers back. That would be really funny. Yeah, it happens. was. Um, it was. Uh, yeah. So that. So then they send him into this situation yeah. where he has to relive the de- same day over and over again until he figures out how 
to save the world. Right. <laughs> um, and and so he gets uh, he goes in he gets into this alien invasion which is Normandy like you said the beachhead he goes in he kills an alien but dies in the process. Uh, and somehow the the power of the aliens transferred to him, which is that he can reset the day like a video game, uh, and not voluntarily. Just he just happens to reset the day, and uh, so he keeps dying over and over again. There's that initial confusion: was ha- is it deja vu or is this really happening? Then he finally gets convinced that it is happening. He keep, he is reliving this day over and over again. Starts you know um, trying to figure out how to get out of this. First, he tries to figure out how to get out of it. Then yeah. he tries to figure out how to get through it. Then he tries to figure out how to like. He goes through a lot of the like. The thing that I liked about Groundhog Day was it was a the, the it's a journey to self. So yeah, yeah in the yeah. beginning, yeah, right. He's self-seeking and Bill Murray is self-seeking and, and only thinks yep. about himself. And by the end, yeah. he's doing so many things <laughs> for other people he yeah. forgets what he's doing. Yeah, right. Because he's about other people. So yeah. ultimately, it's the same journey. Yeah, you know, Tom Cruise is going to throw himself on the grenade for the to to save the thing sure. and then Emily Blunt's in there sure. I mean there's some shit that's like why like she's the face of the war yeah I didn't but I then didn't. He, it's just there's yeah there's she's <laughs> the face of the war that uh, Emily Blunt's character is, but yet people don't like her I don't know what was going on like people called her a bitch to her face she, in the first scene we see her she basically punches some guy in the gut right well it's, it, it says someone, bitch on the, on the someone graffiti's full metal bitch on yeah. her, on, so I don't get if she's the hero or she's not the hero. People don't like her. I, I, I was trying to understand that part of it. Um, yeah. And it turns out she had his power before. That's how she became a hero. But she lost uh, it. She lost it because... Her, her, her at, at a famous battle that we all know about, which is probably where she got her fame. But yeah. she... Um, yeah. But it doesn't matter because it's Emily Blunt. She's really cute. Um, you don't get a, a, a nice uh, look at her a beautiful rack uh, yeah. that you normally get to see. They were not gratuitous with the sex in this one. Even Even between the two characters, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, yeah. you'd be but like... But it's sweet. It's a, a, a there's an element of that there's an element of the romantic. No, story. I love totally, what, and I like what, it when they did. Like, I like it understated. I don't like. Yes, the, it was, re- but it was really well done, yeah. and, it, and it was and it was unbelievable. Um, and they do have a they do have uh, you know for as far as those things go, they do have a chemistry. Yeah, they do. Um, I was also thinking the trauma, the mental trauma that just dying over and over again. You know, physically you come back, but man, I mean, no effect. Just he seemed to just yep. It, you know what I mean? Like the trauma, it would. T- the toll because he must have died on screen he, he died you know hu- uh, like what hundred times but off screen he must have died thousands millions I don't know how many times he died but right uh, just no mental trauma I don't know what it's like it's just yeah I mean it from was, a dream. yeah it was hard to, well they ch- a little bit like you know in in Groundhog Day he starts killing himself yeah, <laughs> yeah. he just finally just yeah. kills yeah. himself and yeah. Cruz sort of went that way too but then he realized like. And, you know, there's got to be fatigue of going through the same thing yeah. over and over again. But imagine going into your life every single day knowing exactly how to manipulate it. There's sure. got to be that's got to be sort of thrilling oh, to be able okay. to know okay. to know what you're doing. And it's like a game. I mean, it's this is no different than a video game. A video game. Having, so, that's my first thought. Having a life to go into the next life, to go to the next my life, to go to the thought, next life. Yeah. And it had about the same amount of reason as a video game. Yeah. <laughs> if you were looking for some depth in terms of like structure and yeah. and plot. It's not necessarily there, but I was completely entertained. Yeah. However, was... had not thought about it today until you said you want to get together. Oh, okay. There you go. You know so what I mean? Like, I didn't carry. You know, some yeah. films just stay with you. Yeah, sure. This one was great, and I had a good time while I was yeah. at it, but I hadn't thought about it until you wrote and said, hey, let's get together and talk about the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's an it action film, so there's no, like, yeah, it, I, that that's the category this film should fit into. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I think this is the second on-screen appearance with uh, Tom Cruise and Blunt. Um, the first one was in that other sci-fi movie, where he was in, where he also he was cloned. 
and then they he didn't know he was a clone. Oh, he's gonna kill me right now. Let me let me try to figure. The out. one from last summer? Yeah, yeah. Is that Emily Blunt? Was that? Was, oh, am I being? I don't know. Tom Cruise. Let me go. No, it's not. It's a different lady. Well, that well maybe no. No, it's not. There was Amy Adams, and there was um. Man, you know you're you know you're balling when your Wikipedia page has this another page for your film film filmography. Yeah, right. Yeah, Oblivion. Oblivion. Yeah. Who was in it? Uh, it's. Oh man, I, I made a mistake. It's Melissa Leo or someone else. Yeah, Melissa Leo. Yeah. English English actress as well. Yeah. Oh no no dude that's no oh, sorry, uh someone else Andrea, Rice bro yes, Andrea Rice bro here you go. Quite yeah she's pretty yeah, yeah uh yeah so and and then the other thing I had with the in the the movie, oh yeah at one point he takes he goes to take a break, like I, so I don't have a problem with this I'm just saying one at oh, one yeah. point he just goes I've been training for <laughs> however long trained for like a year. You become a secret, a super special soldier. I'm just gonna take a break today. Then he just escapes and has a beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he escapes and goes to an Irish bar. Yeah, um, <laughs> just have a beer. Which it, I mean, that that was. <laughs> and then I was like, well, can you, can you stay out there and just avoid the whole thing? Like you know. Oh no, they couldn't because I remember the aliens started. Oh right, that's right. They yeah. came back there. They came there to destroy everybody. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. He realized if he didn't go, they would end up there. Yeah. So I guess I'm, that lets him I'm surprised he didn't just. Um, yeah, just enter this pattern of fu- futility. Like he was pretty positive about it. Going, he was like, "Yes, I, I need mean, to solve this." If you wanted to make a, an existential meditation, yeah. he could just stay out there forever, not wanting to deal yeah. with it and being too tired. Yeah. Um, but, but I eventually would. I, the thing I would want to do is get to some fucking. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah, and you never when know. Are we gonna, you never. I mean, when you get to Emily, like Emily Blunt's not giving it up. For, I mean, you gotta <laughs> to get Emily Blunt to give it up. <laughs> you gotta work so far, so much further along than he. Like you'd have to, you have to save the planet to fuck Emily Blunt. You don't get to, <laughs> you don't get to just fuck her. Maybe that other girl in the barracks, that one that was like had a southern accent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I that don't was, know what that, that was. One, but she was sort of like, and then there was nobody else. And I'm not talking about it like, I'm talking about it as a just a basic human sure. need sure. to be even touched or kissed. I, like, I hear you. Yeah, you know, like how long do you do that before you're like? He wasn't getting laid. Look, we're sure. gonna die in this one too, but let's just. Do you want to just fuck this one time? <laughs> yeah. And then the fucking big spidery thing will kill us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then he tried that. I mean, one in one life he tried that in the helicopter scene. She just freaked oh, out. Right. Yeah, he did try that. He just like, hey, let's just hang out here for a day, you know, just snuggle yeah, right. by the fire. Emily Blunt had none of that, man. Yeah, she wasn't having any of it. Yeah. She'd already been down that path with some other guy, apparently. Oh no! I remember think, they were asking. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Hendrix or whatever his name yeah, was. Yeah, she had to watch him die over and over and over and yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's exciting moments in it, like when he finally reaches her and she's like, "Come see me tomorrow" or whatever. Yeah, that was a cool moment. And then shoots um, him in the head or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the, that early scene where she steals his battery for his for his suit and just leaves him to die. Yeah. Like what? What was up with that? Like what? You know, I don't know what. So are you saying that? You, if you that did it, particular time, she just wanted his battery. I don't think she even realized who he was. He was just in the way. No, but he was field. still alive. She's ruthless. She's yeah. a bitch. She, is ruth- she was ruthless. And She's so ruthless. what does that say about you? Like, So what, if, if the circumstances were right, you would have just killed me. That's that's what that scene is telling me. You know, if, Yeah. 
well, I mean, yeah. that would come up in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they would have to definitely talk. Like, remember that time? I don't want to harp on this because we saved the world and yeah. all that. <laughs> but, like, the second day I was there and you didn't know who I was, you took my fucking battery and let me die. You weren't sending me back because you didn't fucking know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I wasn't even dead yet. Yeah. I'm, is that going to happen now? Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and then once they... Once one, we found out that he can lose his power if he doesn't die the right way. And two, when he those circumstances actually happened, he lost his power. Those were when the stakes were raised the most. And you're like, oh shit, oh shit, you got one shot now. You got one shot now, don't, don't blow. Now, is this based on a comic book or something? Uh, I think it's based on a Japanese mag- manga, a Japanese comic. Well, um, I wonder if there'll be a sequel. Yeah. Because I think it did well, and we know that he's got the blood in him. Oh right, that thing. Yeah, okay. Before we get to the that last scene, the other thing I I, I was and by the way, Greg, you've been, you've been really great on this. Uh, thanks for discussing this movie. Yeah, yeah. But I was expecting something a little more. But the one I did with Luke McGregor, we watched um, Godzilla, and we just we just made fun of it incessantly. But you're so serious on this podcast, I came and make fun of this movie. Well, we you, can make fun <laughs> of it. I mean, I, well, okay. The, the thing the thing for me was when when they went to recruit the J Squad. Yeah. To go like, how easy was it to recruit these guys to? Basically, des- desert the army and die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How easy was that? I don't know. Like it's. It didn't. They didn't even take two try. He took one try. He didn't have to die several times to figure out what to say. Right. He just one time. He's like, "We gotta go do this." Right. And right. It, yeah. Maybe he had all the information. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You no. Know, here's the thing about it. It. I think also it's not. It. I don't think it's a very. There are movies you can really make fun of, but I was like, this one is not. It's not. <laughs> It's got some holes in it, yeah. but it's not. Godzilla's ridiculous. Godzilla's <laughs> is a ridiculous story. Godzilla's yeah. a fucking ridiculous story. For real? Great idea, yeah. but just ridiculous. Sure. This one. Um, also, Luke McGregor. Do you know Luke McGregor? Yeah. How do you I know, know Luke, Luke McGregor? I fucking know everybody. You know everyone. I've man. done You're a like couple podcasts with him, and um, um, I'm, I can't, we, I think we did a we did the JFL thing, or uh, yeah, yeah, okay. we did a TV show together. Okay. We've met a couple times. Man, yeah. you you are so, such an Australian comedian right now. I'm. It's actually freaking me out. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's weird. Uh, he's um, and I like him. He's fucking funny. That guy. Luke McGregor is really funny. Oh yeah. Super, super nice guy funny. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was that scene. I I talked to you about this several times, and you just. You know, uh, you refuse to just give it to me. That that ending doesn't make any sense. The ending, the, he should have ended. The movie should have ended. They both die. It's sad ending, but that was the logical ending. That Instead, was where he comes back because the the aliens' blood. It's not why he comes back. He comes back because he's fifty one. His chances <laughs> of having a franchise are slim. Oh, uh, you know, uh, if you if he's got the blood inside of him. <laughs> All he's got to do is cut himself while cooking one day, and then it goes and fucking invades an apple, and then those, right? There's something has to happen. Okay. You I know? Can get behind that. I mean, I think, yeah, I didn't, I mean, they set it up in that if that blood gets in you, you can reset the day, and yeah. then it, and the, the blood got in him, and he reset the day. Yeah, but what, so, but then that thing, the thing that was resetting him was the alien. Right. And that thing died. But it died from bleeding out. And the first one died from bleeding out. And the one that cut her died from bleeding out. But the blood got on them. So if the blood gets on you, you have the power to reset the day. Okay. Like, it'd be like if I, if I shot you right now, yeah. but you had magical blood, Yeah. you'd be fucking dead. <laughs> but I'd have magical blood on me, and I could reset the day. Okay. But then if I shot you and I had a big... But I, if I shot you and I didn't get your blood on you, you'd just be dead. Okay. So then that, that last scene when... They say, oh, there was some explosion in Paris that has disabled the alien army. Right. So what, what, what is going on? Because it got reset to the point 
before he even got sent there. Right. So what? So that thing died. It could reset. If it resets, so that thing should be alive. Look, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong there. I mean, it's like. It's like the time-space continuum as a burrito. <laughs> you know, it just sort of one edge comes back around and meets the other. Like, like don't get me wrong, man. I know, like, I'm not here to discuss the reality. I of mean the that movie. no, but that is the classic. Look, look, we're talking about the classic third act wrap-up. The, mm. the 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 hardest thing in all of filmmaking yeah. is the third act, and that's where m so many movies go to shit. Mm -hmm. You can set it up easy. You can have fucking fun and games in between in the second act. But yeah. if that third act doesn't pay off exactly and it's rare when they do. And that's when you have a fucking magical movie. You know, it's like American Hustle. Yeah. A lot of cool shit going on. Yeah. No third act. No third you know, there's certain act. movies where you go, OK, well, that didn't have third act because yeah. what happens, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you've done several movies, one your movie of your own. Writing. Well, I have. I'll be on my my. I wrote the book. He's just not that into you. Co-wrote yeah. it, and then yeah. we sold the rights to the movie. Okay, so they and then we wrote a script, and they didn't use it, which is common practice. Okay, and they gave us money to write a script, which was nice. Yeah, and then they wrote their own script, and they made their own movie. Okay, and I get to be in it. Okay, did you have, I have a, a tiny little part as a priest cameo? It's the most unwarranted cameo <laughs> in the f history of filmmaking. There's <laughs> less than zero reason for me to be in the movie. It, I look ridiculous. Okay. But did you, like when you wrote your screenwriting, did you go for like screenwriting? Do you have experience screenwriting? Be uh, yeah, I have some script it? writing, but I've never had a movie made. Okay. I've never, uh, I've written, and I worked on Sex and the City. Yeah. That's how I got the, that's how that all sort of came together. Yeah. Um, I've worked on a couple other TV shows. Because this third act thing. Yeah. I, I, I understand that to a fraction of a degree you understand it only because I've been doing these stand-up shows uh, in Melbourne and the Australian stand-up show one hour show yep the good ones which I've always watched always have that act that third act thing that going on so I, I get that my buddy Michael Patrick King who directed my very first my, my very first thing was a one-man show and then it was an HBO special and that's yep. sort of how I started but he's the guy who who was the executive producer of Sex and the City yeah but he directed it and he said to me, in a theater, if you go past 45 minutes, you better have something for those <laughs> people. They No, truly. If you do 45 minutes of comedy, fine. You do yeah. an hour of comedy, that last 15 minutes needs yeah. to give, there needs to be a point why we're all here. Yeah. You just sort of owe the audience something. Yeah. Um, there's two really great screen, well, there's three great screenwriting books, but it, it goes from dry to better to great. So I'm not even going to, it's all based on Robert McKee's story. That's one of the books, Robert McKee's story, and it tells you how to break out a movie. Uh -huh. um, there's a better version of that called um, Save the Cat, uh -huh. which is basically the same thing, broken down into much easier layman's terms and uh, done with a little bit uh, less pomp and circumstance. Yeah. And then there's a great book by Tom Lennon, and I can't remember his partner's name. Tom Lennon is uh, from Reno 9-11 and <laughs> yeah. also wrote both Night at the Museum movies. Like, his movies have made billions of dollars. Right. And it's a it's a book called How to Write Movies for Fun and for Profit, and then fun is crossed out. <laughs> it's literally how to write movies because it's it's literally if, if you're thinking about becoming a writer in Hollywood, please read this book because most most of those books are written by people who haven't done anything. Right, McKee the the the, the, the is has not done nothing. The Save the Cat guy did some stuff, but then he died. But these guys have written fucking mega movies right right. and it's about how you're gonna get fucked how people are gonna say your script how you have to learn how to take notes how it's not about you no matter who you are they're gonna throw your script out yeah. they're gonna fire you you're gonna fire from your script all the time <laughs> but if you read it and you understand it you you go into it going okay 
So I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> but if I stay at it and I have yeah. any talent, yeah. I'll do it. Because I'll then I'll get hired to rewrite somebody else's movie who got right. fired from it. And he's right. really funny, and the book is really great. Uh, oh, so it's not even written as a how-to. It's more of a memoir. No, it's a how-to. But it's written with real-life scenarios because he's okay. fucking been in all of them. That's really it's funny. It's great. Right? It's literally the kind of thing where you're like, this is experience from somebody who's done it and makes money and is funny and gets it and is talking right. to you peer-to-peer. Right, right. What was the name of the book again? Uh, how to write How to write movies for fun and for profit. Yeah. Tom Lennon. I feel like his la- his partner's name is Grant something. Okay. Um, Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Yeah, just find yeah. it. But it's it'll it'll blow your mind, and it's yeah. a great read, even if you don't want to write movies. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, Greg. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for talking to me about the movie and your yeah, no your problem, stuff. dude. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. See you later, guys. Peace out.